You're listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network, your guide to creating consciously. We welcome you with an open heart and soul intention to provide you with heart-centered wisdom to support your amazing life's journey with information about holistic approaches to healing and resources for you to create your ideal life. From vibrant health and nurturing relationships to financial abundance and joy-filled service, discover your soul purpose and experience the fullness of life on the Heart Healer Radio Network. It's our joy to serve you. Thank you for listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network. Welcome to Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. For the next hour, Eileen will share spiritual insights, heart-centered wisdom, and offer free intuitive readings to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. Phone lines are open now, so call to get in queue at 619-924-9726. That's 619-924-9726. Call now to speak with your guide to Conscious Heart Connection. And now your host, Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Good evening, everyone, and welcome. I am Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer, your host for this weekly show here on Blog Talk Radio and the Heart Healer Radio Network. For those of you that just recently uh, called in, please be patient. Our producer, RJ, is not with us this evening, so I will get to you as soon as I can. Just be thoughtful about what question you'd like to ask. And for those of you that called in last week and dealt with the craziness of technology hell, shall we say, (laughs) I apologize from my heart. I could not get back into the studio once I was in it. Uh, People couldn't hear me, and and then I left the studio and, and rebooted everything and came back in, and I couldn't get back in. I am so sorry. We've been doing our best to work with Blog Talk Radio and figure out what happened so that it wouldn't happen again. And so I do apologize. Mercury grade at its best. Really? (laughs) I could not believe it. And so it's been three weeks since I've been on air with you and I've missed your divine presence. I hope you've missed me. And so I'm looking forward to sharing this evening with you. Again, as people call in to the show, please know that our producer, RJ, is not with us tonight. Hang in there. We'll get to you in the order with which you called in. So just be thoughtful about what question you'd like to ask this evening. Our show format, for those of you that are new to the show, involves them in the beginning of the show, and then I offer live one question, Akashic Records readings. And so what that means for those of you that are unfamiliar with it, the Akashic Records is a hall of records, excuse me, that lives on another dimension and it holds the vibrational imprint of the So when we ask questions that we are looking for information from your Akashic Records in response to, 
we're looking for your soul's wisdom from all of its experiences, wherever you've existed, whether you believe in multiple lifetimes or just one. We exist before we are here. We exist after, and your beliefs are what shape to you. And tonight we're going to talk about beliefs, right? Because beliefs are very important in how we manifest our world. And so sometimes we don't think about the nuances of what our beliefs offer us and how they function in this human uh, realm, this construct that we all live in and share. And so I wanted to share a little bit about that tonight. Um, I also, before I wanted to do that, I want to just remind you, for those of you also that are new to the show or new to connecting with me, for a monthly um, gift of a new moon clearing, it is um, a conference call format, and each month the dates change because it's around the time of the new moon, and as we know, the new moon um, is based on the lunar calendar, and our regular calendar is solar. So this month, we are in November now, this month's new moon call for or business owners is November 20. And the general new moon call for those that would prefer a non-entrepreneur or business focus would be the 22nd of November. If you are interested in participating, these calls are a gift. You can participate in both or one. And all you have to do is go to my website at Eileen, I-L-E-N-E, thehearthealer.com forward slash events, E-V-E-N-T-S. And just go into the calendar there. You'll see it uh, populate and click on either November 20 or November 22nd, register. And that's all you have to do. You'll receive reminder emails. If the time frame of 12 p.m. Eastern time doesn't fit into your schedule to join me live, then you will be able to listen to the replay. And the clearing process is quite powerful. We use a combination of energy wellness tools as well as the Ho'oponopono prayer, which most people know more of as I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, and thank you. And the dynamics of the two of them together are very amazing. So I invite you to join me, um, either live or able to listen to the replay, which I send out within an hour of the completion of the call. So again, this month it's November 20th for the new moon clearing that is um, with a focus on entrepreneurs. And, and November 22nd is a general new moon clearing process for just every day you and me. Okay. All right. So let's talk a little bit about beliefs tonight. I find this very interesting. I work with people um, in, in all different phases of their waking up to their spirit, to their heart connection, to the knowing of who they are beyond just the human experience. And for people that are just waking up, the conversation about beliefs is a very important one. And having been doing this for 25 years, it's something that I really enjoy doing because those aha moments that we all have when it clicks who we're being in this relationship 
and how it's creating in our world and how we can change it if we just shift our beliefs. So beliefs are changeable. Universal truths are not. And I love this question that Wayne Dyer used to ask when he was in a body. He's a fabulous um, spiritual teacher, internationally known for those of you that are unfamiliar with him. And I find it hard to believe that anyone is unfamiliar with who Wayne Dyer was. But he would ask the question, ask yourself, are you a human being looking for spiritual meaning in your life? Is that what you believe? Or do you believe that you are a spiritual being having a human experience? So I'm going to repeat that. It's a question that you ask yourself, and it is, what do you believe? Are you a human being looking for spiritual meaning in your life? Or do you believe that you are a spiritual being having a human experience? What's significant about this is that depending upon what you believe, it shapes who you're being in your life. It shapes how you're manifesting. It shapes all your other beliefs. So if you believe that you aren't the first, a human being looking for spiritual meaning in your life, then all of your beliefs about being here in in human form, all of your choices, the actions that follow will Stem from that. Whereas if you believe you're a spiritual being having a human experience, then your beliefs are going to be very different. Therefore, the way you make choices and the actions that follow will be very different. So an example, if you believe that you're only here for one lifetime, right, that you are definitely a human being seeking spiritual Uh, meaning in your life, then if, if you are, uh, what was I going to say? My brain just went, hold on a second. I'm going to take a breath and I'm going to recenter. Don't you just love when that happens? Drives me crazy, quite frankly. Thank God it doesn't happen too often. So, Okay, so let's say parenting is what you are experiencing, right? And so if you believe that you're a human being looking for spiritual meaning, seeking that in your life, then how you do parenting is going to be very different than if you believe the other way. So what it might look like if you were a human being and you were a parent, you're Paradigm beliefs about parenting would be all about my kid has to go to college. I need to make sure that he's prepared for life. He has to he has to do either go into the family business or he has to do this. He has to do that. We need to expose them to this. Let's give them lessons. Let's give them this. And what they want, helping them to connect with their hearts and their own internal wisdom would not be your first thought. Whereas if you believe that you are a spiritual being having a human experience and you were a parent, more likely than not, you would be treating your child as this amazing gift from the gods, so to speak. You know that they too are a spirit 
spiritual being having a human experience here to learn opportunities for learning that imprint onto the soul that they carry on with them. And they would invite them to figure out what they are here to do to serve, what they are here to learn. They would help them to understand that experiences that are uncomfortable are not punishment. We are not victims. They are simply experiences that we've co-created on some level of consciousness for us to learn the soul lesson for why we're here. And that's S-O-U-L and S-O-L-E, which is how to remember how to be a loving presence in our relationship with ourselves first. So parenting, the experience of it, the choices that we make, the actions that we take are very different depending upon what we believe. And that will be true for every aspect of the human experience. Sure about what the answer to that question is, I invite you to sit with it and ask it. What do I believe? Am I a human being spiritual meaning in my life? Or am I a spiritual being having a human experience by choice? Beliefs we say are changeable. And I'll give you a very quick example about a belief and how it can change. So, Forgive me, I can't remember the year that Christopher Columbus embarked from, I believe it was Spain, to seek out new worlds. Wasn't it Queen Fernanda, Fernanda or something like that? I can't remember. Anyway, so Christopher Columbus, at that time, everyone believed that the world was flat. And if you went beyond a certain point, you'd fall off the edge of the earth. And that shaped everyone's beliefs and fears and actions and everything else. Well, lo and behold, Christopher Columbus came back and said, it's not true. The world's not flat. Look, I went around. I came back. People could not, not everybody, could accept that new belief. And many went to their graves believing still that the world was flat and everything else that went with it. But those that could change their belief were able to expand the possibilities in their world that were brought by this new belief. So taking stock in our beliefs periodically and deciding, do they still serve us? Is this still in alignment with who I am and who I choose to be? And if they're not, then you get to toss them. You get to clear them and create new beliefs that honor the person that you have evolved into. If, however, your beliefs are still serving you and you see no need to change them, then that's a good choice for you. But periodically, it's good to ask the question and see what comes up. So that is our spiritual wisdom for this evening. I hope that you found that to be helpful in some way. And so we will begin our live readings now. 
And we're going to bring Camille from Oregon on first. Let's bring you in here. Hold on. Okay, Camille, you are live and on the air. Good evening. Good evening. Thank you for taking my call. My joy, honey. How can we be of service tonight? Yeah. So I'd like some insight into my relationship with a man called Josh. Okay. Okay. So take a breath or two into your heart center. You don't have doesn't have to be a deep breath. Just focus your attention there. And we're going to ask for any and all information that we can offer you about your relationship with Josh. So I feel a bit of angst in my heart here. Um, Is this a bit of a tumultuous relationship or are you having angst about it? I think I, I feel I am having angst about it. Okay. Because, because what I'm feeling is a a real sense of tension in my heart center as I'm connecting in with you. Um, Just want to make a quick note for those people that are new to the queue or new in the studio, um, hang in there with me. Our producer is not with us this evening, so you will be taken in the order with which you called. Remember to press one on your phone, which will let me know that you have a question you'd like to ask on air. All right, Camille. So tumultuousness is not it. It's more you. A little bit of tension regarding this relationship. He is a gentle man, I feel. Yes, is that true for you? Yes. Um, and I want to say that he has he has a very sweet heart. He really does. Um he feels like he's quite the Renaissance man. Would you describe him that way? And what I mean by that is someone who has multiple talents, um, maybe multiple artistic talents, um, definitely not in one small, narrow definition of who he is and, and his interests. Would that be true for you? Yes. Thank you. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So my question to you is, why do you have tension in your heart about this relationship? Because at, at my end, as I connect in with him, there's a real sweetness about him. What's going on within you that you're concerned or that you're in fear? Um, okay, so today is our one-year anniversary. And I, we have not been in touch to wish each other any sort of happy anything. Um, On the one hand, I have a child, so I'm busy with my daughter doing all the things that, you know, you need to do with a first grader. And then Mm -hmm. on the other, he has been very busy with, I don't know, he's got a very dependent sister who he helps all the time. And something going on with their dad. There's some family issue that I am not. Um, I don't really know exactly what's going on. I can't really help because I'm being shut out of it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's just been a little bit. It's been strained. It's okay. been strained. 
Okay. So, so this is what I want to say to you. We all go through phases in our lives that are more tumultuous than others. And if this is a new pattern for the two of you, then be patient. If this is a consistent pattern, then take heed, right? Because really all I'm getting in terms of his presence is that he is this amazingly gentle, sweet-hearted man. Okay, so now I'm getting that he has boundary issues. Okay, so so boundary issues are are interesting. Um, there is a huge piece of him that that needs, and I say need very intentionally, that needs to be needed. And as a result of that, boundaries are oftentimes not the healthiest. And so with that comes hand in hand sometimes an issue with communication because they're not capable in the most ideal way, not that they're not capable at all, but in the most ideal way to communicate their needs because they're always focusing on other people. And clearly family is priority here, right? Yes. Communication is very important in all relationships, as you well know. So my first piece of wisdom for you is ask the question. If you're not clear about something, open up a conversation in a way that is not um, condemning, not saying that he did something wrong, but rather being in the space of sharing how you've been feeling, what's coming up for you, and you needed to express that with him. Because that's very different than saying, you know, um, my, uh, you could have called on our anniversary. What's up with that? Very different than saying, I've been very thoughtful about this and, and I need to share my feelings with you. And I'd love to know what your thoughts and feelings are. And if you want some time to think about it, by all means, that's okay. And allow for that space so that, so that there's less defensiveness and less reactivity. Does that make sense, Camille? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Okay. Um, I, don't, I don't have any information for you where I feel like I want to say, drop this relationship and run for the hills. I feel that this is a this is a really quality person that you've been in relationship with that you that you chose well, but that there's there's a huge bump in the road and you need to walk over it or plow it down, <laughs> yeah. you know, with communication yeah. and giving it an opportunity for new beliefs to be expressed and and changes to be made, because depending upon how that conversation goes it will tell you what your best choices are because boundaries are important to you. Communication is important to you. I'm sensing. And so that's really important in an intimate relationship, an emotionally intimate relationship. Yes. No. Yes. Very true. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that's what I can share with you about your relationship with Josh right now. Does that help you in some way, Camille? It does. It does. It, 
Yeah, it really does. So I I really thank you for this. You're welcome. You're welcome. If you have a desire to work more intimately with it with me, just reach out to me. I do offer 30-minute okay. complimentary heart healer sessions. You can schedule one if you desire through my website at EileenTheHeartHealer.com forward slash contact. All right. Whether it's now or sometime Thank in the future, I'm here. You're very welcome. Have a beautiful rest of your evening as you still have an evening out there on the West Coast. Yes. <laughs> yes, we do. All right. You take All care. Right. Thank you so much. Honey. You're you welcome. Bless Thank you. you. Bye-bye. Thank you. All right. And if anyone has called in since uh, the last time I mentioned it, we do not have our producer RJ with us tonight, so please be patient. I will quickly as I can. And now we're going to speak to Paul in Toronto. I'm bringing Hi. you to the studio, Paul. Hi there. Welcome and good evening. Hi. My question is uh, on November 1st, I was. Uh, really tapping into some lottery visualizations. And uh, my question is going forward uh, and using some of the November 1st uh, processes I did, what do you think is the best way of going into these, uh, going into manifestation in general? Uh, is it, I do a good job of it, but uh so one one practice I do is hype it up, hype it up as much as I possibly can, put all in energy into it. Uh, I, I use my glasses, my prescription glasses, as they're always with me, right? So I I make it my victory is my prescription glasses. I equate meaning to my prescription glasses. Then I flick it out to infinite universes and the glasses travel through the infinite universes and boomerang back with me with all this abundance energy flowing right back to my beingness, the most profound uh, abundance energy. So I, I'm just wondering if uh, hyping it up the way I do it, being totally immerse, immersive in mm -hmm. my practices, and do, mm -hmm. doing what I do and making it matter of fact uh, in the way I do. When I'm doing my processes, I could do, make it matter of fact. I could put it into my past, like it's already there. I celebrated, already celebrated the first anniversary of my lottery win. I could, I could, I'm feeling it right now. I'm feeling it profoundly right now. So, so, so Paul. Just, so Paul, just keep doing is, what I do. Yeah. Is this process working for you? Does it feel right to you? And are you getting the results that you want? Um, I'm getting the results in terms of the vibrational experience, but uh, this is, uh, this is, this takes time because uh, it's a, it's, it's not an easy manifestation to achieve. Okay, it, right? so I hear you. So there is there is no one way to do anything in this realm, right? 
There just yeah. isn't. There, there are many paths to Rome, is it? Many paths to Rome. Um, if, if the processes for manifesting that you feel intuitively guided to do that come to you either in meditation time or in dream time, and they're working for you, and they're, they're life-affirming, they promote health and well-being for you, and your end result is that you're manifesting your heart's desire, then I invite you to continue it as long as they're not harmful, you know, they're, they're life affirming, they promote health and well-being, and you're manifesting what you desire, then, then continue on with it. If, if any aspect of that isn't part of what you're experiencing, then, then tweak it, right? For yeah. me, manifesting is a process of intention, it's a process of clearing out whatever blocks, whatever it is that you're choosing. And it's it, the, the aspect of visualization is, is very powerful because what we're doing is we're really finding ways to work with the subconscious mind to invite it to know that what we desire in our heart already exists. And time, space, dimensions don't exist in the subconscious mind. What we feed it in terms of information, it believes. And so that's why visualization, in addition to whatever tools we use for manifesting, is so powerful. And I don't know if we've talked about this before, Paul. There is a wonderful YouTube video that is part of the Abraham teachings, and it's called 60, what is it? 67 seconds or 60 seconds. Oh, geez, my brain just 68, went. 68 Six, seconds. Thank you so much. I have shared it with you. That, that video gives you the mathematical um, uh, principles involved with why it works, and it gives you a process to use, which you can add to whatever you're doing. Um, Again, there is no right, wrong. It's just if it's working for you, fine. And then the other thing is that if you're finding that it's not working the way you would like your process, then you tweak it. You add different things. You're always welcome to add the Ho'oponopono. And, and how you would do that is you would simply say, whatever is in me that limits my ability to manifest and then fill in the blank, whatever it is that you're, you're working on manifesting, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me and thank you, or just I love you, or just thank you, and I would be in that as often as you can remember it. It's very user-friendly, very effortless. No need to hype up energy, no need to expand it out into the universe, but you can if that is what feels the best to you. Yeah. Make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Thank you. You're very welcome, Paul. Thank you so much for calling in. It's always a joy to hear your voice, sweet man. You have a good rest of your evening, okay? Okay, you too. All right. Thank you, Paul. Blessings. All right. All right. Give me a moment here. Let me just see who's been in the queue the longest. Okay. So I have someone from... Uh, 773 area code. Hold on one second. Let me bring you into the studio. Hi. 
Hi, you're live and on the air. How are you? I am doing really well. How are you? I'm well. Can you share with us your first name and where you're calling from? Um, Nancy from Tulsa. All right, Nancy from Tulsa. Hold on a second. Let me get you up here on my little screen. All right, Nancy from Tulsa. Welcome. How can I be of service tonight? Well, I'm trying to manifest a good job, and I seem to keep manifesting these very challenging, dramatic situations that are good. Okay. Are you finding that that pattern's showing up in areas other than job-wise? Um, well, I'm bored in areas of job-wise, so no, I don't, I'm just kind of bored in those areas, and it's not that, no, there's not that much drama in my other areas of life. Okay, okay, so, so interesting, so what is it that is, well, we can either engage in it, or we can just give you a solution. How about if we just give you a solution, because that's the easiest thing to do, right? (laughs) Okay. So, so really, Nancy, what I can say to you is you're creating it. We create everything in our lives. It's just, you know, I love the Ho'oponopono principles. And based on those principles, um, we're 100% responsible for everything that we create, except the caveat to all that is 99.99% of it we do subconsciously. So mm-hmm. all this stuff that you're creating in your life is not consciously being created. The, there's a principle that says for every 15, that's one five bytes of data that we are consciously aware of per second, there are 11 plus million per second. We're not. So how much quote unquote wow. control do you think we're having on our manifesting? Oh, yeah. Not a lot. Yeah. Okay. So, so Ho'oponopono principles are real simple, right? We accept 100% responsibility for creating it, and we trust to know that we don't have a clue how we did it. Mm-hmm. And that has to be okay. And, and we don't need to engage in it and try and figure out why. We just put into motion the act of clearing it. And how we do that mm-hmm. is, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me and thank you. So related to finding a job that you can feel, think of the descriptors. So I, you know, let's see, if, if you wanted to language this, you know, to whatever memory or data is in me that limits my ability to find my perfect job that pays me, fill in the blank, and the frequency with mm-hmm. which and more, you don't want to limit the amount of money you're getting. And what's mm-hmm. the environment need to look like so that it's not traumatic? You know, it, does it include people that are nurturing and really appreciate your presence? Does it include people that are easy to work with? Does it include an environment that's healthy for everyone, mm-hmm. including you? Does it include mm-hmm. a certain business? You know, do you have certain skills that you want to be expressed through, through your job? Put that all in the sentence and then end it with, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. And thank you. So an example, mm-hmm. and you can go back and listen to this um, mm-hmm. uh, whenever, whenever you'd like, if you do, and go over the language again. But the easiest thing that I can tell you is, is like, this is a full sentence example. So um, to whatever memory or data is in me that limits my ability to find my ideal job, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. And thank you.
or just thank you and say it often. Mm-hmm. What you're saying, okay. the I love you, the I'm sorry, and the please forgive me too, is the cause that sits in the subconscious mind. So imagine your conscious mind is you choosing to change this pattern, to put it into motion. And so you speak lovingly to whatever the cause is because you don't know what it is. It could be a mm-hmm. generational or an ancestral thing for all you know. You don't know. So I love you. I'm sorry for whatever I did to create you. I have no idea what I did. Please forgive me for whatever I did to create you. Again, I don't have a clue. And the thank you goes to whatever you believe is your higher power, divine creator, divine intelligence, great spirit, God, Allah, whatever works for you. It's not you that clears it. It is that divine creator that clears it from you and from wherever it exists. I can't tell you time frame. I invite you not to have an expectation of time frame, but do it as often as you can. I have found this process to be nothing less than magical for me. Okay. And I teach it all the time. Does that make sense to you? Sure. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Then I does. invite you to embrace it. You can either have that sentence be totally, um, um, Singular, like I described it, or you can add more detail to it. Mm-hmm. It's it's up to you. You also have another option with the Ho'oponopono, and that is for where you're at, where you basically say whatever, either to whatever memory or data is in me, or whatever is in me, to whatever is in me that is creating all of the trauma in my life related to this job. And add to the phrase that I am to atone for. A-T-O-N-E. I love you. I'm sorry. Please mm-hmm. forgive me and thank you. It doesn't mean you did anything wrong. It doesn't mean that, mm-hmm. that you're in self-judgment. It just means that this is how the language works. Mm-hmm. Because you want it cleared from you. And so it gets cleared from wherever it is, back through time, space, dimensions, and realities, back to the beginning of creation. So if there's something that is creating this, specifically where you're working, that will help to begin to clear it from you and from them. Okay. You can do it with individuals or you can just do it in general with any and all individuals that I am currently working with and for. I'm in. That's perfect. All right, sweet lady. Good luck with it. If you think of it, give us a call back. Let us know how you're doing. Okay. Absolutely. Thank you so much. You're very welcome, Nancy. Have a blessed rest of your evening, honey. Bye-bye now. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you, Nancy. All right. Where are we going next? Hold on a second. Oh, all right. So, all right. I have area code 478. Can you just, if you would like to ask a question, press one on your phone. And that will bring you into the queue for me because I see you've been listening, but I'm not sure. Okay. If not, we will go to another caller. Okay. So we are going to area code 559. You are on the air. If you'll share with us your first name and where you're calling from. 
Hi, my name's Evelyn, and I'm calling from California. Is that Evelyn, did you say? Yes. Ah, wonderful. All right. Well, welcome to the show, Evelyn. How can we be of service? Well, I like your... Is it Hawaiian Ho'oponopono? Ho'oponopono is an ancient Hawaiian clearing and and healing process. Yes, it's very old. It's actually older than the ancient Hawaiians. It was gifted to them from from their ancestors. Yes. Does it speak to you? I like it. Yes, it makes sense. I like the way you like. So I need to write it down because I figure every time I try to write everything down, it seems I think I'm probably gonna have to go to archives. And write exactly how you have to say it. You it can, you can. It the the yeah. show archives um, almost immediately. So within just a few minutes, the replay is available. So just know mm-hmm. that it's about forty minutes into the show um, is when you started. So just kind of listen around that time if you want to listen to just that part of it. So how can I be of service to you tonight? Well, um, I don't want to ask the typical um, love questions, which is something that is important to me, but I feel at this point, I think I'm just like, that's going to happen whenever it's meant to happen. Um, Would you be able to help me with a psychic question regarding my mother? Um, If surgery is something we should consider or just kind of wait it out? Okay, so I can certainly see what comes in. Um, through your Akashic records, tell me, tell me what kind of surgery your mom is um, thinking of having. Tell me a little bit about it, and let me see what comes through. We'll see whatever information we can bring through to support it's, you and your mom. It's called laminotomy, which laminotomy, I think, is which is basically neck surgery in the back. Okay, of it's a neck. laminectomy. All right, so yeah, she's got a disc issue. She has disc issues in her in her neck. Okay, so she yes, they're compromised. Her um, her spinal cord is being uh, basically squished. Being okay, compromised. So she's got compression. She's having numbness in her hands. Not in her hands. Um, her both of her legs are numb completely. But it oh, has so nothing to do with neck. It's a okay. Yeah, it's affecting her 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 legs. Her Hands often non a little bit numbness, but nothing severe. So they just assume or attribute that once she has the, she gets the surgery, she's going to be able to feel her legs again. How long has she had this numbness? It happened abruptly a year and three months ago. She happened okay. suddenly. Just it was an onset of just she was getting getting ready to go to work, and then all of a sudden. The left leg got numb, and then the right leg got numb. And 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 what's the reason for her not having had surgery for this last year? Do you know? Um, it's been um, errors in diagnosing her, and then it's just you know prolonging it because of insurance issues. Right now, the doctor she has an inept doctor who um, wrote is not specific enough on the reasons why she should get a brain CT. Because the surgeon is waiting for that one to do surgery, um, so it's just a little, just the best factors here and there. She was. I, I hear you. First of all. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so this is not something that unfortunately is going to resolve on its own, and 
spinal cord compression is not something that is um, to be taken lightly, especially when you have symptoms. It's one thing to have a little bit of impingement when, when the, the vertebra in the neck um, or the discs in the, you know, between the vertebra are putting a little bit of pressure on, on the spinal cord and we have some symptoms. That's pretty severe symptomatology. Um, mm-hmm. And my sense is because it's her legs, it's probably a low cervical spine um, disc involved, probably C6, C7, or C5, it's C6. A, it's, it's, it's a C6 and C5. C, C5, C6. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, because if it was higher up, it would be more involving her her hands. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I would I would invite you and your mom to do everything and anything that they can do to get this moving along. Okay. Do they want to do a posterior approach, like from the back of the neck, or an anterior approach yes. from the front? Yes, posterior from yeah. the back. Okay. If this is not a simple surgery, you need to have a really good neurosurgeon. Um, he, he's but, but this is one of the best. Okay. This is something that needs to get done. And I'm not sure whether she'll get full sensation back. Because it's been so long. I, I hope so. Um, I do too. Because that's what she wants. You know, she's only 64. I, she's very young. She wants to be able to drive and feel her legs, you know. I, I hear you. Then I would invite you as her advocate to do everything and anything that you can do to get the surgery done. Okay. Yeah, this is not something that you sit with, sweetie. Okay. I okay. And. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what system in California um, she's in. Um, I don't know why they're having such a challenge. This would be an emergency, in in my that's me, my humble opinion, my nursing background, whatever. Um, so I would just really get on this as quickly as you can. Yeah, and it's, it's basically cervical stenosis. That's the diagnosis. Okay. Cervical Uh huh. Yeah, you know. Okay. Lot. I was like, well, how do you know? Yeah, Yeah, because part of well. me, part of me, and you know, um, my my license to touch is a, is that I'm a nurse. I've been a nurse for almost 50 years. So there's still, even though that's not how I serve, um, it is my license to touch. And and um, in this state of Florida, which is required in order for me to do energetic healing work, um, what uh-huh. I would what I would invite you to consider doing to enhance it is to do the Ho'oponopono if it speaks to you and how you can do it is because the mind-body connection, Evelyn, is whatever's in the subconscious mind shows up in the cell, our cells, C-E-L-L. So one thing that you can do is you can say to whatever memory or data is in me that is the source of my mom's suffering that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me and thank you. And say it as often as you can. So that whatever the cause of this is, as you listened before, we don't know all of what the cause is. Perhaps you can help with clearing some of it, which will help her symptoms until she can have the surgery. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's what I needed to hear. I mean, I know they're pushing it. See, it's the first they thought it was Guillain-Barre, and they're like, no. Then it was like diabetes, no. And I, I fought for that. I was like, no, these, this cup happened suddenly. It doesn't make sense. So it was me even insisting because otherwise, otherwise they would have been like, well, it's just Guillain-Barre. So they gave her um, 
the Guillain-Barre medication, the IVIG transfusion. And, the Guillain-Barre, the, the Guillain-Barre is, is, it's very classic, and it is an ascending paralysis. It doesn't just happen with one leg. It usually happens ascending paralysis that starts in the feet. It's usually bilateral, and it just slowly increases up the body. And, and when it reaches its maximum point, then it starts reversing itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, so, I, I just knew. And these were okay. neurologists. Like, yeah. So thank you. You're uh, welcome, honey. Yeah, it's been, You're welcome. It's been a whole mess, but I'm going to definitely email you. the doctor right now. All thank right, so sweet much. lady. I hope that it all works out in a good way, okay? I have faith that it will, you know, and that's what you need, faith. and. There we go. Then I'll hold that space with you. You're welcome. Have a blessed rest of your evening, honey. You too. Thank you. All right. Where are we going next? Let's see here. Okay. So our next caller is area code 313. Hi, you're on the air. Can you share with us your name and your first name and where you're calling from? Hi, my name is Sharon. I'm calling from Detroit, Michigan. Hi, how are you? Say your name one more time for me, but much slower. Sherelle. Sherelle. Thank you. And where did you say you're calling from? Detroit, Michigan. All right. Very good. Welcome, Sherelle. How can I be of service tonight? You're welcome. Yes. I was wondering, when would I hear from Sam? Where would I? How do he feel about me? Or when would... I see him. Please and thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. So talk to me. Tell me tell me how I can be of service. Yes. Oh, you didn't hear my question? No, I did not, honey. Please. Oh. I say, can you tell me when would I see Sam, hear from Sam, or how does he feel about me? Please and thank you. Okay. All right. So just breathe into your heart for me, Sharon. And let me just connect in with you. Thank you. doesn't have to be a deep breath. Just focus your breath there. Focus oh. your attention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're asking for any and all information regarding Sherelle and Sam. And when will she hear from him? Him or her? Mm. Him? Yeah, it's him. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm. How long has it been since you haven't been speaking? I mean, we've been speaking, but the last time I saw him was July. I haven't seen him since July, the end of July. Okay, but you say you've been speaking to him? Yeah, on and off, text message, okay. here and there. Okay. Um, this is not a relationship that feels yummy to me. It doesn't feel like it is nurturing and supportive of how Mm -hmm. you would find joy being in an emotionally intimate relationship. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, because we're just friends for benefits. Mm -hmm. And, And you deserve so much more than that. Yeah, I do. You know, 
So I would say to you, why are you focusing on that when you can have something better? Mm-hmm. Because it's good. <laughs> it may be good, but it's not nurturing you on all levels. And it's your choice, not my desire to do that. But you have an opportunity here to not worry about when you're going to hear from him, but whether you really want to. Whether if you let that go, if it would open up the possibility for a more wonderful relationship for you. Okay. Something to think about, because as long as you stay attached to him, Mm-hmm. And and I don't, it doesn't matter how good it is. It's not fulfilling you in all ways. But as long as you stay attached to it, whatever it is, show up. Because you're focusing mm-hmm. on that relationship rather than focusing on the possibilities of attracting a really wonderful partner. And it's up to you okay. to decide whether that's what you want or if it isn't. Far be it from me. If a friend with benefits is all you want right now, then just keep focusing on it and do the Ho'oponopono to limit whatever it is that keeps him from being in touch with you more often. Right. You can make it that simple. Or you can open up the possibility to something really fabulous and and see yourself as worthy of receiving it because that's there and available to you the minute you let go of this. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's true. Okay. I mean, it's yeah. something to consider. You get to choose. This is a free Thank will you. dimension we all live in here, Sherelle. So you get to choose. Most of what we choose, we don't choose consciously. This one you get to choose consciously. You know? So it's up to you. Thank you. You are worthy and welcome. Enjoy the rest of your evening out there in Detroit, Michigan. Okay, Sherelle? You too. Bye. Thank you, honey. All right. Blessings. Bye-bye now. Bye. (laughs) Thank you, Sherelle. All right. Let's see. We have a couple of people just listening. All right. Where are we here? Okay. Hold on one second. Let me just get connected here. All right. Our next caller is calling from, hold on a minute. What is this? Okay. Our next caller is calling from area code 360. If I can get this to bring you in. Hi there. Why don't you share with us your first name and where you're calling from? Oh, Holly from Seattle. Hi, Holly. We have a lot of people from the West Coast calling today, huh? (laughs) All right. Well, welcome to the show. How can I be of service to you, young lady? Um, I just tuned in, so I'm not sure. I I asked you a question or or you can just Yes, I did see that you just did tune in. You're right. Okay. So this show, since you've not called in before... Um, I offer one question readings live on air. You don't have to worry about how you language it. So if there's something going on in your life that um, you have a question about that you'd appreciate some wisdom or some insight into, you are welcome to Mm -hmm. ask it. Um, 
I'm thinking about doing some painting for holiday gifts. I'm just wondering if you see them selling well, or should I just do it for family and friends? Oh, interesting. Do you work with acrylic? Yeah. Definitely do this. And and I would get I would move on it very quickly because because the holidays are coming very, very quickly. You are very yeah. gifted. You're very gifted. I, oh. I can't get a feel for what it is that is the the subject matter you do, but definitely for family, I think it would be a wonderful gift. But I think that this can definitely be an entrepreneurial um, endeavor. It will take some time for you to build it, but I would definitely start it and see how it feels to you. You have a nice talent. Oh, you have a nice yeah. talent and acrylic is a great is a great medium to work in for you. What do you like to paint? Oh, anything really. Um I was just thinking about painting some mason jars to start with. Okay. You know, Christmas theme or, or other themes. Have you ever worked with canvas? No. I've only only done pumpkins and you know, stuff like that. Okay, so I'm going to invite you to do what feels comfortable for you to start with, maybe wine glasses, if the people that you um, want to gift um, are, are wine drinkers. You can also use them for water. Mm-hmm. They're, they're relatively inexpensive to purchase, um, the, and, and you can paint on them. But I would invite you, after you finish with this project, start drawing and start painting on canvases. Start with small ones to begin with and just kind of be in your dreams with what would be fun to paint. Mm-hmm. Started. Because I think you have a really wonderful talent that's, that's underneath the surface there that would be wonderful to expand. Okay. Okay. Good. I will try that. Yeah. All right, Holly, have a wonderful Thanksgiving and holiday season and have fun creating okay thank you you're welcome holly blessings thanks for calling in bye all right bye-bye now all right we have time for one more caller and so this is um caller in area code 856 can you tell us oops i have to bring you in don't i sorry about that Hi there, Gloria. area code 856. Can you tell us your first name and where you're calling from? Uh, Rose Maria from New Jersey. Maria, is it? Rose Maria. Oh, Rose Maria. Sorry about that. Hold on a second. Rose Maria from New Jersey. I know the 856 area code, but people move all over the place, so I never know. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'm from. I'm from South Jersey. How can I be of That's service to you, sweet one? What's going on? Um, either uh, I know there was um, a guy that I used to date and not interested contacted me through social media, and I know who was behind it to uh, see if I was going that way, but I'm not. But uh, the one I'm interested in, I was wondering if he's the one that's coming for the holidays. So give me a name, a first name. Uh, uh, Ralph. Okay. 
And so if I'm clear on what you're asking me, you're wanting to know what the possibility is for this relationship. Is it already a relationship or are you asking, is this person coming to you? Uh, If he's coming to me. Okay. Do you know him already? Yeah, a very long time. Okay. And and are you wondering if it's going to escalate to something more than what it is? Uh, yes. Okay. Thank you for that. Um, I don't like playing guessing games. It's much easier the more information you give me, the, the more into what it is. So thank you. When we work with the Akashic Records, the more information, uh, the more specific the question, the more specificity with which information is provided to me. So I thank you for that. Okay, so let's ask for any and all information that we can offer you about um, about your relationship with Ralph. Hmm. A long time, a long time. So, so this relationship has also with it the potential for it is there, but it has old baggage with it. What I would really invite you to do, if there, if there is a desire for you to escalate this relationship into something more intimate, that you very consciously address whatever the old baggage is that has prevented the relationship from coming to fruition for all the time that it hasn't. Does that make sense to you? Uh, I don't know which baggage I confronted us many times from the past and all that. I'm not sure which Okay, one. so there's a lot of old stuff. Some of it's not good stuff, not pleasant stuff, right? And right. and that needs to be cleared, resolved, kind of put to sleep before the potential for anything really wonderful could happen. So you can reconnect. You could start something. And and do your best to expand it, but there's there's some underlying kind of nasty stuff, old stuff, that really needs to be cleared before you can move forward into being in this relationship differently than the way that it was in the past. Does that make more sense? Yeah. Okay. Because otherwise, you're just going to repeat the same pattern. And and there is potential here. I, I will say that I'm not feeling like I'm asking you to run for the hills. You know, as I said to somebody else tonight, it feels like I said that to somebody else tonight. That's not what this feels like, but it really does feel like you need to be very conscious about how you enter into this relationship, if that makes sense to you. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so one of the, if you like the Ho'oponopono uh, process, one way that you can consider using it in this situation is, is to basically say to whatever is in me that is from the past and that limits my relationship with Ralph having the most wonderful possibilities for emotional. You know, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. And thank you. Or just I love you or just thank you. And if you come back in and listen to the replay and listen to the different conversations I've had with people about the Ho'oponopono, that statement will make more sense to you. 
if you feel drawn to do that. And you can use it or choose not to. Whatever feels good to you. Okay, All right, so not, oh, Cool. Not call them directly, but do the whole opponent instead. Cool. I would, I would do that first, kind of clear some of the charge out first, kind of start the process of clearing some of that old baggage out. And then okay. go with what you feel. Usually what we feel, if we really pay attention to it, is a really good guide because it's our, our inner wisdom, our inner knowing guiding us. Knee-jerk reactions for secondary gain, that's a different experience. It feels different. Does that make sense, Rosemaria? Yeah, it does. Okay, good. Good luck. I hope that it um, is an thing for you. All right. Thank you. You're welcome, honey. Blessings. All right. Well, it is after the hour. I want to thank everyone that has called in tonight. For those of you that have called in more recently, please join us again next Sunday night at 7 o'clock Eastern time. Our show will be complete in just a few moments. End the show as I always do with some conscious heart. So if you will, as long as you're not driving um, or operating heavy machinery, take a moment on knees. Relax your belly muscles and just begin to take a couple of nice, deep, slow breaths into and out of your heart center. That beautiful energy center that sits in the middle of your chest. The place where love emanates from and where we receive love into. And as we breathe into and out of our hearts together as one presence, let's imagine that that light of love that lives in our hearts, let's send a flow of it down to the center of the earth. Just imagine whatever the color of love is to you and send a beautiful flow of love light down to the center of the earth. And what happens is when it reaches the center of the earth, it begins to expand in all directions, filling Mother Earth your divine blessed mother with love and a gift of love to her and to all who dwell within her. And it expands through all the layers of the earth and comes through the surface of the earth. A gift of love to all who dwell upon her, you and me and all the rest of us, human beings and animals and plants and crystals, and stones, and rocks, and earth. And it keeps expanding and fills our atmosphere, a gift of love to all who dwell above her. And it keeps on flowing because there are no boundaries to love. Flowing out into the universe, a gift of love to all. The universe is so large, it can't possibly be only us that are here. 
And what we know is that whatever we send out comes back to us multiplied. So it's important to pay attention to how we speak, how we behave, the emotions that we express, the words that we use. Because it does come back to us multiplied. And in this case, picture in your mind's eye all of that love that you just gifted out of you. It comes back to you multiplied. More of it, more brilliant, more exquisite. And breathe it in. And let it fill every cell in your body from head to toe. From deep within, every cell through to your skin and including every cell of skin from head to toe. And I invite you to do this breath often. For the more that you are consciously connected to your heart, the more love you have access to, the more loving you are. And that's a gift to you and to me and to everyone. Thank you all for joining me here on the Heart Healer Radio tonight. I am Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. It has been my joy to share this time with you. I look forward to seeing you here next Sunday night, every Sunday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Until then, have a wonderful week. And know that you're loved. Blessings of much love and gratitude. Good night, everyone. Mm-hmm.